Welcome to the Owl Blue Showcase, episode 126. Alright, how you doing out there? We're going to have a, oh, an interesting show. Uh, we're going to have a, some, a variety of some blues we're going to hear. Uh, a recording, probably about four songs that I recorded in 1992 with the original Tom Gary Blues Band. <laughs> Uh, I just stumbled upon it, and it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, and then we'll probably take a peek at a few more songs from Blues Before Sunset, which has a lot of songs that are actually recorded that I Blue Showcase. Uh, that's a long sword story, so we'll skip over the nasty details and just play the songs. <laughs> And uh, let's see, what else have we got tonight? Oh, we'll sneak in some other songs uh, that uh, I have here on the old MacBook for you. Some great Iowa blues talent stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, have some fun. Uh, let's see. So the next couple weeks, we're going to be doing this kind of stuff going in the archive uh Jono's out in ohio and uh uh john i think's around town john krantz but uh i decided to give give the boys a couple weeks off and uh, recharge and get back going again and uh i really enjoy doing these uh live type shows again and we will probably continue to do that um like i said before we're just kind of looking for a for a venue um to do it in i'm not sure if we really want an audience uh quite yet because uh we're getting close to where i feel that we got enough of the technology to be able to do what we used to do uh but we're still short uh some uh, tech people that we would need to be actually able to pull it off because really need a sound man uh, running the board uh, to, to get a really good quality recording and uh, so right now I just do that myself and it's hard to play and sing and keep my eye on the board uh, so, so sometimes the mixes aren't quite what I would like them to be but hey that's okay all right, let's. Uh, it's our favorite segment of the evening. Letters, shout out. We get letters. We get, get stacks stack. and stacks of letters. Letters. <laughs> All right, if you'd like to be on the show, you can email me tgary62 at gmail.com. Not only for letters, but you can also, if you've got music you want on the show, if you want to be on the show that way, you can send it that way. Or if you happen to be in Desmanez uh, and uh, you're touring through and you'd like to be on the show, let me know. I will come down and we can record you either guerrilla style on the uh, smartphone or we can uh, actually uh, uh, do the whole thing. Uh, me and uh, Doug have been uh, talking about doing that, uh, just showing up at uh, and setting up uh, all the recording gear and uh, record you that way. So. Uh, whatever you want to do, just email us, tgary62 at gmail.com. Or you can contact us at Blues Army of Des Moines. All right, letter number one, Mike and Heather from Nebraska. They write, uh, our son is a freshman in high school and wants to play music for a living. Uh, we actually do this on the side um, ourselves. Should we... Uh, stifle his dreams uh, since we know it's a bad business to make a living at oh wow that's a tough one uh, I can sort of relate uh, I don't think my parents were all that happy about me being a musician especially when I was in high school and uh, <sighs> this is tough uh, here's my suggestion uh, since you play music um, just, uh, kind of let him live the dream right now. Um, play with him. Um, you know, I, I look at YouTube 
and uh, and I kind of see uh, pluses and minuses uh, to the music business through YouTube. Uh, you know, there's there's good and bad in it. I, I've seen uh, parents and kids actually working together and and have a successful uh, uh, kind of career that way. Um, I just think if you if you do it as a family thing that uh, and and you keep control over what's going on because it's all about the business is really what's screwy it's not so much the music um although you know you, you kind of run into problems with people with different visions <laughs> whatever that means uh but uh yeah it's the business itself that's uh, where things go south and so if you uh if you're there and you can be the guide and keep control over what happens there. I think I think you'd be okay. Um, and then hopefully, uh, by allowing them to experiment uh, with this, uh, either they get interested in something else, uh, or you know they do go on, but they'll be well prepared. Uh, that would that would be my advice, because I I think. I mean, I, I, uh, we've got a guy locally who, uh, Royce Johns, uh, you can find him on Facebook. As a matter of fact, he loves people liking his page, so go like him. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's maybe 20, early 20s, uh, if that. Uh, he's created a whole career just by himself, and he does everything. He controls everything from the, the CDs to the, the videos. Um, and and he plays a lot. He plays probably somewhere around 300 gigs a year, uh, and he's been doing that for probably two three years. And first time I met him, he was just a 17 18 year old kid uh, coming in and playing the jams. And he was playing blues then, but uh, he switched to country. But uh, you can do that. You can do everything on your own and have that control and then you don't have to worry about all the the sharks in the water now granted there's still a lot of screwy stuff gotta do with bar owners and things like that and venue owners and etc etc yada yada but if you're there and taking care of that part of it uh until they can do it themselves uh don't see an issue with it uh, you know i think it's a you know it's it's like any other job uh, I don't think the the pay necessarily equals the work, but there's a lot of jobs like that. Uh, and very few people actually get to that point where they make the big bucks. Um, and that's that's the sad part. There's no retirement. <laughs> there's no uh, medical benefits. You know, there's, there's just a lot of a bad part to it. Uh, but, you know, if you're like a high school kid and you get involved with them and you, you know, record their music and you make the videos and just have a good time making a family project. It could be a positive experience too for everybody. So, uh, don't squelch, squelch the dream, uh, you know, be a part of the dream, uh, and just see what happens. Just go with it. That'd be my best advice. And that would be my advice to anybody. Even if you don't have any musical talent, uh, get involved with your kids. Uh, be, be like, uh, think about it like uh, if your, your kid wanted to be a baseball player, wanted to be play professional baseball. I mean, the odds of that happening are pretty slim, but, you know, be a part of it. You know, you take the kid to practice and you take them to clinics and you, you get involved in their life. Do the same thing with music. So even if you can't play music, you can still be involved. You know how to run a computer. Uh, yeah, that's a big help, you know. There's a lot of things you could do, so... I, I suppose just look at it as, as any other thing, any other dream, you know, just be a part of it. And and those are probably going to be really magical times if you get involved with your kid. Because many times when your kid gets into middle school or high school, they become really hard to like. And a lot of that is because they want to do things that maybe you don't want to do. You know, when they're a little kid, they're going to say yes to anything. <laughs> but when they get older, they're, they're going to not want to. So do some of the stuff that they like to do and be involved and maybe they won't like that at first but uh, do it on the, on the sly like you, you want to be you're gonna 
you know, show them the positive benefit to this. Like, hey, we can record you on GarageBand, or we can make some videos, do this, do that, and then make it a family thing. And you might be surprised uh, what happens. All right, letter number two. Oh, I missed the guys going, number two! <laughs> uh, where are we at here? All right, Fred in Florida. Who is the best blues guitar player today? Uh, Jesus. Um, uh, can I pass on that? Uh, this is apples and oranges, so it's like, you know, I know they're, here's the prop. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, whack when I was a boy, uh, Jimi Hendrix, everybody went, where's the next Jimi Hendrix? Uh, this went on for like 20 years. I mean, from about 1970 until Stevie Ray showed up. It was like, who's the next Jimi Hendrix? And then Stevie shows up. And then Stevie dies, and now it's, who's the next Stevie? Who's the greatest guitar player of all time? Oh, sorry, I just segged into an Irish accent there. Um, and I just think this is kind of silly. It's 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 apples and oranges. I, you know. I mean, I don't know. There's guys I like. I like Gary Clark Jr., uh, Eric Gales, Kirk Fletcher. Um, I, I, I still love Eric Clapton. I think He's one of the great blues guys that no one ever thinks of. And here's one that will probably make a lot of enemies, but I like Joe Bonamassa, so screw you. <laughs> I know, and for some reason, he is hated on, but every time I hear him on the blues uh, satellite XM, he's playing blues. What more do you need? I mean, come on. Uh... I mean, I mean, you know, here's the thing. A lot of those guys that started off as kids, Johnny Lang's another one, big, big Mike Welch. These guys, uh, when they were kids, yeah, you could hate on them because what, what blues experience did they possibly have? You know, but now they're they're old men. <laughs> well, they're at least in their 30s and 40s. And so they're legit now. So, you know, get off your high horses. Those guys are... Uh, are are pretty damn good, so you know, I don't know. Um, I I just think instead of trying to worry about who's the greatest or who's the best or who's the next Stevie Ray or who's the next Jimi Hendrix or who's the next Robert Johnson or whatever, uh, just listen to the music, and uh, you know, then that's all. That's what counts, not who's the best, because. It's apples and oranges, you know, I, it just, it is. All right, letter number three. John in London. Uh, explain the whole Robert Johnson, uh, uh, oh, oh, spiritual to swing. Okay. Uh, wants to explain, wants me to explain that. All right, John. Um, there's not a whole lot to explain about that. It was a... Uh, uh, John Hammond was going to put on this show, Spirituals to Swing, um, and uh, this would have been in 1938, and he worked for Columbia Records, and for those who don't know, John Hammond was the guy who discovered uh, Benny Goodman, and uh, he also uh, found Count Basie, uh, and the story about Count Basie is pretty wild, it's I don't know. John Hamm apparently was on the road somewhere driving around listening to car radio. Back then, uh, you had these stations uh, that, you know, were powerful stations. You could hear them all over the country, uh, clear channels. And uh, here locally, WHO used to be a clear channel. I mean, they still advertise it, but, you know, they're, you can't hear them all over the country. I mean, I could barely pick them up in Kansas City. Uh, but... Uh, so apparently John Hammond was driving around late at night and he heard this incredible music and uh, it was Count Basie from Kansas City uh, and uh, that's how he found him listening to him on a radio playing a live show. Uh, so anyway, uh, he, he was into swing and stuff but he, he was a music collector as well and like I said he was a producer for Columbia Records and uh, he had uh, some of Robert Johnson's records. And so when he was putting together a spiritual to swing show at Carnegie Hall, uh, 
the guy he wanted representing Country Blues was Robert Johnson. So uh, he booked him, and then they tried to find him. <laughs> because one of the problems with uh, with a lot of the Delta guys that were recording uh, back then, the Country Blues guys, they, they would go into like a furniture store, record, or in Robert Johnson's case, uh, he recorded uh, like in Dallas a couple times. Uh, and then they just kind of disappear because these guys made a living just going from town to town and uh, they, they were transients. They, they, you know, basically homeless, uh, riding the rails. Robert Johnson's case probably less homeless because he, uh, apparently, uh, he made friends with people in every town, especially women, and he always had a place to stay. Of course, this is legend and myth, so I can't tell you how much of that is true. So anyway, um... Apparently, uh, they were out trying to find him, uh, and uh, Don Law uh, was uh, directed to go find him. So he goes out to, to find Robert, and uh, unfortunately, he found out that Robert had passed away. And so uh, he ended up being replaced by Big Bill Brunzi, and he's the one that played the Spiritual Swing Show, which was a very big uh, 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 show. Because uh, uh, the the performers that were at there, I mean, uh, Count Basie, uh, Mead Luxlow, Albert Evans, <laughs> Pete Johnson, Joe Turner, Sister Rosetta Tharp, Big Bill Bruzy, Sonny Terry, Jimmy Rushing, who played with Count Basie, was their singer, uh, Kansas City Six, Golden Gate Quartet, uh, let's see who else, and the second day was Benny Goodman, Ida Cox, Big Bill again with Albert Ammons uh, and uh, Helen Humes and just a whole bunch of others. It's just that was an amazing, and it was all at Carnegie Hall. So it's unfortunate Robert uh, did not play that, but like I said, he had died at a young age at 27. So, all right, that closes up the mailbag. Thank you, Jono. Okay, I think we'll, uh, we're going to kick things up with this rare recording that uh, I did with the original Tom Gary Blues Band back in 1992. Would have been, well, yeah, I don't know. It could have been December 91 or it would have been January, February 92. Uh, Dave Nesbitt, we recorded actually at his place, uh, his... I don't know if it was his friend or his cousin had recording stuff, and uh, they and he was there that night, so he recorded us. Um, it was me, Dave Nesbitt on guitar, uh, uh, Ron Miller, Rongo Miller on the drums, Tracy Murphy uh, doing some singing, uh, and uh, we we did four songs, and that was our demo that we used to book ourselves with. And I uh, have to admit, that was back when I knew how to book a band. I don't know how to book a band anymore. I don't know why. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, that, that tape got us a lot of gigs. So let's go ahead and listen to it on the Iowa Blues Showcase.
you go. Uh, hopefully, there's not this background part going on. My microphone leg was touching my computer, and the fan went on, and it was making a vibration noise, I think. That's what happened. But if not, then you're still hearing it. I hope not. Because <laughs> we do it live. It's live. <laughs> oh, my. Um. <laughs> oh, we have too much fun here at the Odd Blue Showcase. Um. Anyway, uh, Tracy Murphy is the one to sing the second song there. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed all that. Um, because I certainly did. Actually, that was three songs. Yeah, the fourth song, uh, only a little bit of it got recorded. So, all right, let's see. Um, I think what we'll do is uh, we'll do some uh, Dennis Kane and Evil Man Blues. Talked to Dennis last night at the Whiskey House. He's doing much better. Uh, you can still tell he's pretty worn out from it. Uh, but, uh, man, he got it bad, but he is doing good. And, uh, he was at the Whiskey House, so I talked to him. So, we'll do Evil Man Blues. And then we'll do Sweet Home Chicago featuring Steve George and the other brothers. And this is not the other brothers who are playing today. This is the other brothers who played back in the day with Jono. It was Jono's band. So, let's go. Take it away, Big Daddy Dennis Kane and Evil Man Blues on the Howl Blues Showcase.
set your spirit free Central part of the country. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicago's not the only place got something going on over here. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Now, we want to take you down south. We're going to get on Interstate I-35. Take you just about three or four hours south. City's famous for its jazz. Some blues going on down there. The keyboard man's talking about that jazz over there. I hear the keys, I hear the keys. We want to take you down to Kansas City. Stand on the corner of 12th 
Kansas City. Man, we're getting low on money. Gas is like $2.10 a gallon. We better get on home while we can. We better get on home while we can. Take me back to Chicago. That's where I want to go. That's right. I see a couple of you swinging it around and doing your thing. 
know that's what we like. Baby, how'd she go Keep it on down. Shaking them money makers, and you can uh, wiggle one time for me. Hey, 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 come on, baby, a whole lot of shaking going on. Let's go one time. Shake, baby, shake. Shake, baby, shake. Shake, baby, shake. Shake, baby, shake. Come on over. you notice a difference yeah that's because even though i had my mic hooked up uh for some reason the computer didn't recognize it and i was recording on the onboard mic and that's why all the the weird noise was going on in the background <laughs> ah. yeah i have this wonderful expensive golden microphone and it didn't even work the last two now i could record all that over again but I'm not because uh, we do it live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh my, you gotta love it. Um, that last one was, uh, I believe, uh, a whole lot of shaking going on, and it was from the uh, uh, backstage boogie band. So, um, and that was a live show we did a couple years back. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? I, I really would like to, uh, see if I can sneak in some blues from Baghdad. I think that's what we'll do. Um, that was an interesting show, blues from Baghdad, uh, was during the, uh, second Gulf War. Um, this was after, uh, Afghanistan and, or was this the first one? No, it was the second one. First one, I was in Kansas City. Um, so there are some Iowa Air Guard people and I believe Army Guard that had uh, went to Iraq. And so we recorded this stuff for the guys that went over there. Um, I know my participation was basically for making this music for the soldiers. Um it was no, there, it really wasn't, and, and most of the people involved wasn't the, you know, rah rah Iraq thing, because I was actually against that war. Uh, but uh, this was, it was definitely for the guys involved, um, because it's not like they have any say in uh, what goes on. They got to go where you're ordered to go. Um, so, uh, that's why I participated in it, um, because sometimes you've got to put politics aside and uh, do something, uh, you know, for your fellow man. Uh, and the veterans uh, deserve a lot of support because uh, they have to do a lot of dirty work, and it's not fair. And we need to be better about what we do. So, anyway, let's play a couple. From Blues from Baghdad on the Iowa Blues Showcase.
what I got the hard way. It's getting better. It's teaching every day. So don't you worry. Don't you fret. It's you ain't seen nothing yet. Sing with me. I'm a soul man. I'm a soul man. Yes, I am. I'm a soul Pryor, the great, great, great Jimmy Pryor. Sing with Fat Tuesday. Two in a row from Blues for Baghdad. On our Blue Showcase. Well, I got time for maybe one more. 
um, because uh, I spend a lot of time. To oh, by the way, I do have to say this. Uh, Lee Bell uh, produced those two songs. Uh, and uh, Lee Bell, um, man, uh, yeah, I miss him a lot. You know, sometimes we get into arguments and stuff just because he loved to argue. <laughs> but damn it, he was a good man. I mean, he, at least twice when we were running that Sunday show at the Hull Avenue, he came out, brought all of his stuff, and recorded us absolutely free. And I, who does that? I mean, that's a friend. And man, oh, that's just, oh, it just, it's sad. Uh, you know, he, uh, uh, gosh, he just was an amazing guy, just super nice. And he did so much for so many people. And, you know, he, during my career, he showed up with PA more than once, uh, because he knew the stuff I had was very antiquated and very bad and made me sound so much better. And he did it for free. He always did it for free. It was just, and at first I thought when I was young and stupid, I figured he was just doing it, trying to get me to, you know, pay him all the time to be my sound guy. And it's like, I can never afford him because he was, you know, and it, he wasn't the most expensive guy in town, but you know, that was still out of my league. Uh, cause I was barely making enough to, to pay the guys and, uh, but he would do that for me, and a lot of times he would record them. And somewhere I've been trying to find it. I have a cassette of a, a recording he did for. Uh, we had like four bands, and uh, and he showed up and, and recorded all of us. And uh, somewhere I have that on cassette, and I'm still looking for it. Uh, but he would do that kind of stuff. Um, gosh, miss him a lot. Um, all right, I think what we're gonna do here is our think I think let's let's do some backstage boogie next week backstage boogie is playing so is the bad boys of the blues so uh granted most of you will probably listen to this after the shows have gone just because uh I would say the bulk of our downloads uh happen a week after I do the show for some reason um so a lot of you will miss this but uh yeah Thursday night uh, Bad Boys of the Blues will be at the Whiskey House for our last show of 2018, but we are uh, looking to go back in 2019. Uh, we're uh, negotiating as we speak, so look forward to that. And then uh, Backstage Boogie Band will be playing at the East Sider uh, Saturday night. So there you go. Um, let's see. What should we do? Hmm. How about some doors? Why not? Love her madly. It sounds like fun. On the Iowa Blue Showcase. Why don't you love her madly? Don't you need her badly? Why don't you love her way? Tell me what you say. Why don't you love her madly? Wanna be a daddy? Why don't you love her way? Why don't you love her as she's walking out the door? Like she did 1,000 times before. Why don't you love her way? Tell me what you say. Well, don't you love her as she's walking out the door?
Stage Boogie Band playing Bailey's, <laughs> the legendary Bailey's. Uh, I, I miss that place. Uh, hope we can play there again someday. I imagine the bad boys could play there. So, anyway, uh, nice place over there on East Euclid. Used to be called Tony's Lounge back in the day. All right, well, we gotta go. Well, I've spent way too much time yammering tonight sorry but there's just a lot of stories that needed to tell and, uh darn it uh, i felt you know I, I i feel for being a high school kid wanting to play music so I, something personally i went through we all go through you know you you want to be a musician and do something great uh you know support those guys those kids boys and girls and you know Make a family thing. Why not? To be like, you know, they're going to be a baseball or football or basketball star. Because we know the odds are so stacked against on some of those careers. But uh, why not? You know what? You know, people do it for sports. You could do it for music, too. And maybe they don't want to be, a, you know, rock and roll. Maybe they want to be classically trained. Go for it. You know, that's what I say. Go for it. Um, be supportive. Be there. Make it a family event. All right, we got to go. Hope you have a great week. Hope you enjoyed uh, the great weather, fall weather. Uh, it sounds like it's going to start getting cold around here, but that's okay. I kind of like it when it's cold. And uh, you know what? It's going to be a, a snow time eventually, so who cares if it's early? I don't care. I'm in a not care mood. <laughs> All right. I've wasted your time enough. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next week on the Iowa Blues Showcase.